Super Talk Mississippi Media Production. You're listening to Thunder and Lightning on Super Talk Mississippi. Covering Mississippi State sports like nobody else. Sports Talk Mississippi's Brian Haydad, along with Joel Coleman of Sports Illustrated's Cowbell Corner, give you an inside look at the Bulldogs on the field, the court, and the diamond. Now, get ready for Thunder and Lightning. This is Thunder and Lightning here on Super Talk Mississippi. Brian Haydad and Joel T. Coleman here with you on a Thursday morning. We are very glad to be with you here at supertalk.fm or wherever it is you get podcasts. We appreciate everybody who tunes in and makes us a part of their day, especially our great servicemen and women taking care of us out there. I want to thank our sponsors over at Strange Brew Coffee House and Churn and Spoon Ice Cream. Churn and Spoon will be open back up any day now. As soon as I know when that's open, guys, I'm going to tell you. And how I'm going to tell you is I'm going to go on Twitter and tweet out a picture of the ice cream that I'm eating. That's how you're going to know. That's going to be the bat signal. That the, you know, that and I'm just going to, I'm going to blow into a conk like, like, like Ron Burgundy. You know? what, what, what are you doing over there? I, you were dancing or something. I'm just listening to are you okay? whatever this is. I'm this talking time. about churning spoon ice cream. I like talking about the other side. I know you do. Enjoy the, the delicious if beverages ever, over there. If hey, ever there was a, a business that perfectly represented the thunder, dichotomy it really does. of our podcast, <laughs> it is the Churn and Spoon uh, t- t- Strange Brew half and half there. Yeah. All right? it, is, it is literally, we should get a mural painted of us here at the table, and you're in the, the one side and I'm on the other side. That's a million-dollar idea. Yeah. Who would not want to come in and... Speaking of million-dollar idea, I threw out Broopy to Shane today. And? I don't know that he caught on. Okay, but, uh, we'll work on that. There, there was a, There's a certain coffee chain in this country mm-hmm. that is going to shut some doors because they are not doing so well over the course of the pandemic. Yeah. And this was mentioned by he was, Shane on Facebook. He had a little happiness about that. I, and, won't, uh, I won't be happy if people lose jobs, So whatever. Anyway, I, I commented and said, just so you know... Um, I donated my $5.77 plus tip to the best coffee house in the land earlier today. I am forever a broopy. There you go. And, uh, Did he say anything? Nothing yeah, there? he just said that he loved me, I think. All right, we're, we're so, going to get that figured out. Yeah. Don't, we're not, I'm not worried about that. I was we're hoping gonna... by him seeing it, he would be like, man, that'd be a cool sticker. So we're going to make but, the broopies happen. It's, it, that's, that's, our, that's our goal. Yeah. That's our goal in fiscal period three coming up. So when we get to that, let's, let's finish out this period strong, and then we'll go on to the next one. And make that our, 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 our goal. Our, our goal for fiscal period two was simply to have podcasts. Yeah. Because there was a pandemic. Yeah. We have achieved that goal. <laughs> now we're going to move on to the next one. Your goal should be to go to Strange Brew Coffee House today. It's two locations to serve you here in Starkville, Highway 12 and University Drive. Or, of course, Brupolo over in Tupelo. Still waiting on some other options there. We'll see if, you know, Tusca Brusla is any happening anytime soon. Uh, go check them out today. Our good friends over at College Corner want to remind you that Father's Day. I mean, we're, we're, we're days away here, all right? It's, it's literally next Sunday. By the way, are you a – if I say next Sunday, what day am I talking about? Today is the 10th if you need yeah, that information. I, I, next Sunday to me is like one week from Sunday. Yes, that is the because correct answer. if I meant this Sunday, I would, I would say just say this Sunday. Sun- I would just say I w- Sunday. I would either say Sunday or this Sunday. Yeah, like, I'm coming over Sunday means I'm coming over four days from now. Yes. I'm coming over next Sunday means I'm coming over next weekend. A week, for- yes. Right. Because next Sunday would literally mean 
Well, I, I see the argument, but no. I've never in my mind. No. Once Sunday has come, even on Sunday, if it is Sunday and I say I'm coming over on Sunday, I'm coming over this seven, following day, Sunday. seven days from now. Yes. But if I'm coming over next Sunday, I'm coming over 14 days from now. Yeah. That's what that is. I mean, I hate to use, you know, for those of you that go into like a, a coma or something whenever we mention wrestling references don't do it here because this actually it's a wrestling deal but it makes sense whenever they're advertising a pay-per-view yeah and it's monday yeah and like it's coming up this coming sunday it just says on sunday yeah on sunday and if it's the next one they say next next sunday sunday yeah so exactly exactly that, that's how it should be we say all that to say this you've got time left to get dad a great gift at college yes. corner go to collegecornerstore.com first thing you want to do is get yourself a gift card to pay for this and you can get 30 percent off of that purchase right now so you want to buy a hundred dollar gift card so then this cost you 70 dollars out of your own pocket then search that website for all the great maroon and white merchandise they have the best selection in central mississippi no question about that hey and if you know you know ladies some if, if you're if you're unlucky enough and you married, you know, the other side there. You know, I, first off, God bless you. But secondly, hey, they got they got the red and blue stuff. They got black and gold, purple and gold, crimson and white, blue and orange, everything else you're looking for. Just check them out right now. Go to collegecornerstore.com and make your purchase. Get Dad what he wants this Father's Day, which is something from College Corner. Our good friends over at Advantage Business Systems want to remind you that now is the time to maybe put some more more juice into your business. Give yourself an upgrade across the board. Look at some new technology. They got the solutions for that at Advantage Business Systems. New copiers, new computers, new software, whatever you're looking for, they can help you out. But if you want to keep your employees at home, they've got answers for that as well. They've got the the specials on the devices you need to keep everybody connected and safe at home. So what we want you to do is go to Advantage Business Systems' website at absms.com or call them at 844-833-6245. And they'd be happy to give you some quotes, give you some descriptions, and give you some ideas of how they can help you guys out. Remember that Advantage Business Systems helps your business do business. Before we get started... Breaking uh, news? No, no breaking news. I just want to uh, say that we had a legendary brain fart on, on the rumblings. We did? Yes. We had the question of like most heroic Egg Bowl moments. This was brought up on, on a fantastic... Uh, Dak. We forgot that. Of, of, yes. Okay. Of, of six pack, six, six packs, packs peak. peak. This was this was brought up I didn't online. Look at six pack all day. And we did not mention Dak in the 2013 Egg Bowl. No, you're right. As a heroic moment, and that's that is a brain a, fart. that's a legendary brain fart. It's up there. We we screwed we yeah. screwed the pooch on that one. Yes. Did we did, at least they listened though? I guess. That's did, true. Did they say anything else bad about us? Mm-mm. Just Mm-mm. that. I don't think I've seen anything bad about okay. the show. Which either means it was really good or nobody listened. I'm, I'm not sure which. It could be both. Could be both. All right. Uh, Major League Baseball draft on th- uh, Wednesday night. It's pretty much from what I can tell went according to the Bulldog plan, if I had to if I had to guess. I think no su- real surprises, and they left themselves a window for some, some names to return to campus if they're not taking it in the right spot. Let's start with the guys who are gone. I think from the time Austin Hendrick committed to Mississippi State, most people thought he would never take a, a, a bat. Yeah, at Duty Noble Field. Uh, he goes with the 12th overall pick. Let's talk about ESPN putting his picture up next to Mike Trout. No pressure, kid. Yeah. <laughs> Good luck. Yeah. Good luck, buddy. Hey, who's his comp? Oh, the best player in baseball? Oh, he'll be fine. I mean, come on. I, mean, I understand you want to do player comps and all, but come on. 
Mike Trout. It's like putting you in. Who's the best podcast? Adam Carolla. Is he like the most successful podcast? Who, who's the know. best like, podcaster in the world? Yeah. Us. Just, he, darn right. It would be like putting anybody else next, next to us. our picture yeah. is what gotcha. you're trying to say. No, I mean, yeah. It's just crazy. Crazy to do that. But, uh, again, 12th pick in the draft. He's probably looking at, what, about a three three and some change kind of payday. Do you have the, the Well, the it's, uh, it's uh, funny you ask, Brian. You got the numbers Right here on a device. Well, if you didn't know, I didn't um, know. I am the publisher and editor of Sports Illustrated's Cowbell Corner. Yes, um, you can find that on any device um, online uh-huh. at www. I mean this dot Cowbell Corner. This mixing board is com. a device. Is it, can I kind of find it on that? Uh, this is a device right here. I, I was referring to like a, a mobile device or a I tablet. I can take this with me. I can pick it up. Computer, it's mobile. Anyway. Um, I just happened to be covering the MLB draft. Yeah, as it took place on Wednesday night, and so the slot value for the twelfth overall pick. There was actually a little vamping there. It had to. Yeah, you had to look it up. Good job. <laughs> uh, the slot value for the twelfth overall pick is four Ooh. million three hundred sixty-six thousand four hundred dollars. There was some talk. We talked to Keith Law about signability. My guess is that's going to be in, in the wheelhouse that Austin Hendricks can't really say no to. Yeah, I mean, so. even if you sign under slot for four million, you're doing good. Yeah, so he he he's gone. Move on with you know, not worried about him. Yeah, he's uh, uh, he, he's going the route of another Austin. Um, yeah, Austin Riley. Yeah, uh, maybe State should just stop going after Austins. I don't know. Uh, Justin Foscue goes two picks after uh, Austin Hendrick. Goes 14th overall to the Texas Rangers. Uh, you have the slot value there. Why'd you, why'd you put it away? Well, I guess I should just keep up, keep w- up www.cowbellcorner.com, <laughs> and uh, I would not have to continue to pick up my phone. Yeah. And Foscue, of course, you know, expected to be a, a first-round pick. I know that, again, going back to that interview with Keith Law, he wasn't overly high on him. But I had seen him. I had actually seen a mock draft, a couple on uh, Wednesday, that had him going 13th to the Giants, which had me excited, obviously. Uh, because, I mean, if there's a team that needs some pop, it is the San Francisco Giants. Uh, but he ends up dropping one more pick and going to Texas Rangers. His slot value? $4,036,800. Pretty good. Yeah. He, so He gone. He's gone. Don't, don't say he gone. Let me tell he you something gone. right now. I got two things these past couple days that's driving, making my OCD, making my eyes want to twitch. People saying he gone. Oh, people have said that. Oh, I can't stand he gone. I don't. And then people, there's this one guy, this Auburn fan, who keeps tweeting at me. I, I've, I've seen you. He keeps referring him. to ships. They want an SEC ship. ship. I want to choke this guy. Not because I care about his points or I, I, I don't care about that, but ships and natties make me want. To, there's only one natty, and that's Natty Falk. All right, she's the only natty worth talking about. Oh my God! Why Driving, are people saying he gone? Because I'm talking about this, the, the draft, people saying he's okay. he gone. I'm sorry. Like, I, you know. Um, so anyway, yeah. Justin and, Foscue. And actually, it goes back to Moorhead, to be honest with you. when I, If I swear, if I had a nickel for every he gone I got, I could have retired. <laughs> so, yes. Back Fos- to Justin Foscue. Foscue's uh, gone. Yes, he is gone. He and is gone is perfectly acceptable, Joel. So, Well, subject verb agreement. The, uh, the old outfield wall at Duty Noble will now go up to 16 for first rounders. Even though only MSU acknowledges it as 16 first rounders. I have two things. First off, I want to go to 17. 
Uh, Jordan Westberg will not be qualified as a first. Does not qualify as a first rounder because as it's a compensatory pick. Comp round, even pick. though it says it, it, like if they look at a graph, it'd be like one thirty whatever it was. I don't think they do anymore. Okay, I, I think it literally is comp round A. Like it, okay. you don't have round one next. Okay, to, so I, I'll need to check and see when Mississippi State like puts out their press release or okay. whatever how they how they classify this. But I am. I'm fairly certain. In fact, mm-hmm. I will send a text right now okay. as we record this show to, uh, to make to, sure to that I'm out. certain. I have a question. Now, I've been pretty good about reading your articles. I've, I've done a good job well, reading your articles. I appreciate that. I didn't read this one. I just want to know the answer. Okay. Why What's the, why were the discrepancy? Um. Okay. The fence did say prior to, you know, right now, there's a three-person discrepancy here. Is right. What it That's is. what I'm asking. Yes. Yeah. Um, Del Unser, mm-hmm. in 1966, Mm-hmm. Was chosen in the first round of the June secondary phase of the MLB draft. Back then, they had like secondary phases. Didn't know that existed. Didn't it? No longer does. But right. back then, they had these. They had like primary drafts and secondary phases and stuff. Anyway, Del Unser was chosen early in the secondary phase. So MSU counts him. Mm-hmm. But if you go like Google the 1966 MLB draft, Del Unser is not a first rounder. Okay. And so he is one. And the other two, Ed Easley, uh-huh. he was a supplemental guy. It was like first round supplemental. Before Back the, then, it was like one dash. Right, S that's what I thought. That yes. was still the same. Okay. Well, anyway, he was in the supplemental uh, portion, and who is it? Oh yeah, Rooker. Rooker was also okay in the supplemental. Had no portion. idea that this was the case. And so state counts those guys as they should, in my opinion. Unser, uh, Easley, and Rooker as first rounders, like. MLB.com and NCAA.com or whatever. They Does don't. Not. Okay. And so, and now Westberg won't go, I, go in there. I either. don't think Westberg will be, we'll but see. as I said, I'm going to send a text I tell you what, right if now. I'm Mississippi State, I'm going to put him up there. As far as I'm concerned, if you're picked on the first night, that, that you're good to go. You're, you're a first rounder. Jordan Westberg headed to the Baltimore Orioles uh, there. So, again, sort of what we talked about previous, prior to the draft, that we knew Hendrick was going to go and go pretty high, not coming to Mississippi State. We knew Foskey and Westbrook were probably going to go in the first round. They're gone from Mississippi State. Now, the two guys I think you're – I'm going to start with two guys I think you want to keep an eye on, JT Ginn and Blaze Jordan. Now sort of the, the watch begins for them. I think Ginn, who I think when when the draft ended – Okay, was, breaking news. Yeah. Westy will be classified as I a first-rounder by Mississippi State. I told you. There's no reason not to. No reason not to. We live in a world where Ole Miss has three national title banner, banners hanging in their stadium, and and we're not we're going to claim a first rounder. Absolutely, we're going to claim a first rounder there over at Duty Noble Field. That's going to happen. So, Ginn was I think fifth best available when the draft ended. I would expect him to go in the first ten picks of the second round, and then it will become a signability issue. Do you still have your, your graph up there? What 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 are the let's say pick pick what uh, 47, 48? You want slot value? Yeah. What's the slot value for that? Uh, for pick forty eight. Let's just say forty eight. That would be that would be the the tenth pick of the second round. Well, if I'm, if I'm correct. I, here's the deal. Here, I was I was on my website, which I do not have all that, but I can one quick Google search will get me here. Uh, bonus slots. Here we go. Um, if the good old internet that here, person is who doesn't like when we just look stuff up, is well, they're getting angry. Oh, I don't care. Yeah, yeah that's all right. Fine. You said pick number forty-eight. Let's just say forty-eight. Yeah. Uh, the slot value of that would be north of one and a half million dollars. So that's about 
800000 I think, less than he turned down coming out of high school. So it becomes the balancing act of, do I want to go ahead and grab money now, or am I going to take the risk that my arm isn't going to heal properly, which I think his arm will heal properly because nowadays Tommy John or whatever it is he had, these elbow injuries – is no different than a sprained ankle, it seems. It seems like guys just come back, and in some cases they come back even stronger. Do I want to come back? Now, it's going to be a different role. You talked to Lamonis, as did I, made it pretty clear that, you know, the, if you think that on opening day of, of 2021, JT Ginn's going out there to give us seven innings, Lamonis is telling you that's, that's not what it's going to happen. So, for me, you know, it looks like he's going to be in a bullpen role. But I think... F- as long as he comes back and shows he's got velocity and he shows he's, he's shaking off the ill effects of any injury, that's all teams are going to want to need to see. Yeah. So it just becomes a question, is he going to do that? And then you have Blaze Jordan, sort of the same situation. You know, you, 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 we all heard what Keith Law had to say. Um, I, 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 I don't disagree with him because I've never seen the kid play. I just know that there's way too much buzz around him for the past five years to say that the, the the thought that he's not going to get drafted at all or something is going to happen. I think Blaze Jordan will be drafted and then he'll have a decision to make. And then evidently, you know, if you read 24-7, it seems that Tanner Allen has I, – I, the only thing I can assume from what I'm reading there is that Tanner Allen has started making it known that he might go if, if, the, if the price is right and that his price might not be that high. Do you think that's a good idea? Uh, thing with Tanner, man – I mean, if you get if you get offered the total that you want, because it's not about the round you're picked in, it's about what you're offered. If Tanner Allen sees a dollar figure that he likes, I mean, you got to go for it. Um, thing is with Tanner, you know, with a healthy hand coming back next year, could he show a little more pop or something and, and jump up a round or two? Do you want to take that risk? Because you can still go into the draft next year and still have your leverage. He he's got to remember that. That's the best thing. But, yeah. Uh, I mean, if you made me guess, I'm gonna guess that that Tanner Allen's back at MSU. But yeah, there's absolutely a chance that that you wonder happens. if his injury maybe scared him a little bit. And I, I don't mean that in a bad way, like he's he's afraid. But you know, you, you see that hey, something could go wrong, and and the next thing you know, I don't have my swing anymore. You know, I lose some pop. Uh, I don't I don't know how his rehab is going from his injury. You know, last time we talked to Lamonis. You and I did. We asked him about it, I think, and it was that's been over a month. But we'll see. We'll see what happens. You know, it's it's just it's going to depend on the number. You know, if a team likes him enough, and then sort of go from there. The guy's a great hitter, and he's a great player, and a great leader. I think he, you know he'll be a good clubhouse guy. Uh, we'll see what happens. But that said, beyond that, I think you know, I think Chris Lamonis right now probably has a pretty good idea of what his his opening day roster will look like uh, for the twenty twenty one season, and he'll get the full picture uh, by this time tomorrow. So. We'll see how see where that takes everybody. But so again, so seventeen first rounders. They should count Hendrick. Truck count commitments. Well, then too. you got to count JT Ginn's count first them. time. You got to count, count Austin Riley. Count it. Is there anybody else besides Riley and Hendrick and JT I mean, Ginn? Well, now we're going back through history. I mean, I'm sure there are. Carter Stewart was Carter a, Stewart. Uh, was Corey Dickerson a first round pick? Don't remember. Was Roy, Roy Oswalt wasn't? Was he? I don't think so. Um... I mean, I'm sure. I mean, without without knowing off the top of my head, I'm sure there is at least there's probably at least ten more, Joel. Wouldn't you think? At least, at least ten more. I, I'd have to look. I don't. I don't even. You know, that's a safe guess. 
that that 10 MSU high school commitments have been drafted. Probably. That's probably a very safe assumption. All right. Let's move on over to our next topic brought to you by our good friends over at Welcome Home Beef who want you to put some good stuff on the grill this weekend. So why don't you give them a call at 662-418-2021 or just go to facebook.com slash Welcome Home Beef. You can see their full menu there, all the prices, all the different cuts. They've got steaks, burgers, roast, and all the great stuff to put on the pit. And you can get a whole brisket from these guys that'll be melting your mouth tender by the time you do your magic on it. So this weekend, don't just grill. Grill with the best stuff you can get your hands on. And that's over at our good friends, Welcome Home Beef. This is locally sourced, grass-fed beef. These guys, the Sanders, they have been in business for a long, long time, and they have been doing this. They've been this is their business. Steak is their business. Steak is my pleasure. They take the, their business is my pleasure. It can be your pleasure too. All you got to do this weekend is give them a call. So again, 662-418-2021 or Facebook.com slash welcome home beef. Burgers, steaks, brisket. No matter what you pick, I promise you one thing when it comes from welcome home beef. It just tastes good. All right. I wish I had like a better radio voice so I could. It just tastes hey, good. Just work you on this. You got to work on that. You know, you don't have a lot of a lot of gut. I know. But just get get down deep into it. You know, I actually, I guess I'm biased here. I I have a decent PA voice whenever I really want to do that. Okay. But I don't. Let's I hear mean, it. I can't. Let's hear it. Let's 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 let's, let's you know, batting now, Brian I, Haydad, I, I num, number one. I don't. I said I have to want to do it. Oh, you don't want to do it. You don't want our our audience to hear you. Is what you're trying to say. Now batting for the thunder and lightning. <laughs> no, that was not all, it. all our thunderbolts and lightning heads out there. You, they don't get to hear this. Okay, that's fine. Now batting for the San Francisco Giants, number twenty-two, Will Clark. That's not bad. See, it's, that's it's not a, bad. It's, it's okay. It's not bad. You did good. All right. It's okay. It's not. I mean, I'm not saying I'm you know best ever or nothing, but. Yeah. But when it comes to pod potting, right. whatever we're doing, potting, here, potting, <laughs> potting, we're potting with a D is um, what we're doing. But okay, I don't have a good radio. Voice, okay, well it's fine. So. You know what though, it it works. It works for you. You don't need to worry about that. Uh, SEC Media Days. We we called it. It is going to be a virtual event. Uh, they did not tell us exactly how that's going to work yet. Um, I, I, I I'm trying to picture. A like six hundred person Zoom call. Here's how with I want eighty of them from Touchdown Alabama. Here's how I want this to work. Yeah. Although I guess if it works this way, I don't know that we necessarily need an on campus media day. But I was going to say I hope there is at least one session of Zoom where it's just the local media with Mike Leach. That would be nice. And the players. And the players. Yeah. Who are the players? Let's make the prediction now. Errol Thompson goes back. You got to. I don't know if State will, but I think you got to bring KJ Costello. He is the quarterback. Everybody knows he's the quarterback. I guarantee Garrett Schrader the knows. Prob- the problem with KJ Costello going is he has only been there. Let's let's assume that even if everything was normal, he would just now be getting to Mississippi State. So he, I mean, what does he know? He's only been on campus a month. You know, I, can, do you want that? That guy speaks for the team. I I, I disagree with you. I wouldn't send KJ. I would send. I think he's your quarterback, and everybody knows he's your quarterback. I mean, I, no, I, don't, I don't. I don't think disagree with that. If he's your quarterback, and everybody knows he's your quarterback, then he's he is the de facto kind of leader of your team. You send. Him. I would send an Errol, Kylan, and see. I think I'd go KJ, Kylan, and Errol. And Errol. I would send. I would send those two and Greg Island. Send a tackle. And, and this is no. 
I mean nothing against Greg Allen, who I've talked to many mm-hmm. times and is a great He's individual. Nobody at SEC Media Days would want to talk to Greg Allen. But that, that same for the token, most part. I mean, for the most part, I mean, and last year, that, I, I, as I recall, last year there weren't they, a lot of a lot of guys didn't come. That some of the stars didn't come. You know, so I know I think you need. Look, this is just me, and this I don't, is us being media people saying well, this is who we want to talk to, which then. should be the, in my opinion, well, if yeah, this is the schools are going to say we want we're going to promote these guys. I, I won't be surprised if KJ's not made available to us. Well, thing is, I mean, KJ. I mean, these guys aren't winning the Heisman, but your star players are KJ Costello, Kylan Hill, and Errol Thompson. No, I agree. Those are your three stars. Yeah. All three of well, I say that I've never spoken to KJ Costello, mm-hmm. but I assume he is a well-spoken dude that would represent Mississippi State yeah. in, a, in a pretty good light. I know the other two because I've talked to them many times, and they would both represent Mississippi State mm-hmm. in a. In a I think like, Kylan has improved dramatically with his media skills yeah, over great. the last couple of years. Errol's always been pretty good. Yeah. So. And, and th- those those three are who I the think the good story would be would Marcus Murphy, but unfortunately, if he went, I think there'd be a lot of questions about, about what happened last year, last year about being the Tudor Gate thing. Um, which you know, again, I believe they should send him up there and let him answer the questions. And look, you can tell him, look, just say ahead of time, like, yeah, you know, we made some mistakes last year. I was a part of, a, I got in a bad situation. You know, I take full responsibility for it. I'm glad it's behind me, and now I'm, I'm ready to move on and, and yeah. focus on. You know, th- there's there's a way to coach him through that, and that sets him up for success later in life when you have to answer tough questions. And there's not anybody to hold your hand and say, "Okay, now here's what you're going to do." You know, so you know, just send the boy up there; it'll be fine. Yeah. You know, for the most part, and here's the th- I would imagine for the most part, not everybody knows that he was involved in that. You know, how I many people know who who the hell is Marcus Murphy? You know, they don't, they don't know that. So, well, I mean, I guess officially. Yeah, it's just a violation of team rules. Yeah, yeah. Like, yeah I, you know, I can't speak too much on that, but just I made was, a mistake. I made a mistake, and I'm, I'm ready to move forward. But I still think I, I think Kylan and, and Errol are slammed on. No, they're they're going to go. No, and the only question is, uh, and, uh, and look, not, go. They're going to be available. Yeah. With it being a virtual deal, I guess it may could be more than three guys. Who knows? Yeah, they could. Yeah, but I just feel like, man, everybody wants to talk to KJ Costello. I agree with so, that. We'll see. We'll see. And happens. I don't think that by sending him that Garrett Schrader or somebody else is going to moat because they know who the favorite is to be the starting quarterback on this it's team. It's so crazy to think about where we are now versus where we were in November when we were talking about Garrett Schrader maybe being a Dak Prescott-type figure at this school. And now you wonder if he's going to even be here next year. You know, if if, yeah. if he's going to get passed on the depth chart, if he fits what Mike Leach Well, when we were do. saying such things, we had no idea that Joe Well, Miller obviously, was right, right. Yeah. But I'm saying it's funny how, how quickly things turn around. Um where is Mini Days next year? Isn't it in Dallas? Have they said it? Yeah, they said la- at last year's Media Days they set the next four. I think there's one. In, I think Let's one's see. in St. Louis, of all places. That's not going to be exciting. Well, if only we had a device. We, we, again, yeah. Twenty twenty one SEC. We are doing a lot of this in this in this in this show. But media one day one way or the other, uh, Media Days as we know it this year will not will not happen. I am interested, like like Joel said, what are they going to do? I hope they do what I talked about on, on Sports Talk Mississippi, which is cut out a block of time for the radio programs that would normally get interviews with all these guys, one-on-one interviews. You know, just to, what you're telling your coaches and your players instead of cutting out basically half of your day, we need we need two hours of your time. You get one hour to deal with the Zoom calls and the media, and then one hour on the phone with whatever shows you want, and and your local shows get pressed. In other words, for Leach and Kiffin, Sports Talk Mississippi. 
and, and Mississippi sports talk shows go to the front of the line and then everybody else can just sort of get behind them. We, we don't have first, you know, sports talk Mississippi doesn't have first choice for Saban. They don't have first choice for Malzahn or for Pruitt or whoever. I could probably get Pruitt because Bill Martin would set that up for us, but yeah. I'm just saying. That's how I would do it. So we'll see how that works out. What did you did you find it? No. Okay. Is it Nashville? I don't know. I don't know the answer to these questions. That's why yes, I asked. It is Nashville. It's SEC, Nashville next SEC year. SEC Media Days to be held in Nashville in twenty twenty one. That'll be a fun trip. I'm looking forward to it. I was going to say, if it was like Houston, I don't know if I'm driving eight or nine hours to go to SEC Media Days. But Why drive eight or nine hours when you could just fly an hour? Well, I guess you could do that. Which is what I would do. But, uh, you know, I am my own yeah, you're, you're business own, owner now. By the time, so it, by the time it's in Houston, expenses, by the time it's there, you're going to be a media conglomerate. Huh, maybe. Be rolling and Thanks and to you guys, a lot of you listeners. Make, making and, that Richard Cross money. And, and, and things I've actually... Not that I'm anywhere near making any kind of Richard Cross money, but I'm. This isn't a financial statement. This is just a production standpoint from SI and how many of you are actually reading. Yeah, I'm doing pretty well. So yeah. I, I thank every one of you that are listening that actually reads and comes to the site. You're welcome, Joel. Hey, I feel, I feel like Damian Sandow. You're welcome. Yeah. So uh, we had one more thing to talk about before we get out of here today. Um, I don't get this. Very rarely does something happen where I'm just like, I have no idea what the thought process here is. And I don't know that we're going to talk to Ben Howland anytime soon. Maybe when Robert Woodard makes his decision. But until then, I don't know. MSU announced today they're playing a neutral site game against Utah State, which is a pretty decent uh, team. Last two years, they have been uh, 54-15 and overall, I believe that's correct. Yeah. Four days before Christmas, Mississippi State plays Utah State in Panama City Beach. This is not a tournament. This is not like an invitational or anything. It's just a one-off neutral site game at Panama City Beach. I don't understand what's going on here. Why? Why? Why is this game happening? Why is this game? Why this game is happening is not an issue. You know, if it was home or away, fine. If it was being played in Jackson or in Tupelo or in Biloxi, or in South Haven, or anything of those places, I get, why is State traveling to Panama City Beach four days before Christmas for for a basketball game? Do you have any insight into that? Do you have any idea why such a thing might happen? <clears throat> no. <laughs> <laughs> He's not the best color man in the business for nothing, folks. Yeah. I got to tell you, on a day in which we were doing MLB draft and I had about thirty million other things going on, a non-conference basketball game in December against Utah State just was caught not my, was not how on my priority list. Caught to look my into. attention of, of, of just I just don't get it. I don't I don't get you know. Now look, I understand you want to have a tough schedule and a this is a good RPI game on a neutral site. So if you win it, nice boost. I get all that, but just the site itself is odd. And okay, it makes, okay, here you go. Here you go. Are you ready? Oh, you got you got some answers for us? The bottom of the Mississippi State press release, if we had read that far. I don't I didn't read it. Visit Panama City Beach and Superior Sports have spearheaded the logistics to bring these two storied programs to the storied sh- program. <laughs> to the sugar white sands of the Gulf of Mexico. <laughs> That's lit. I want this person to write my obituary. <laughs> It is very exciting to have these top NCAA basketball programs <laughs> visit Panama City Beach. <laughs> we are looking forward to showcasing Gulf Coast State College. What? I guess that's where it's at. This is their that's their stadium, Gulf their Coast arena. Gulf Coast State College. 
Uh-huh. Uh, we're looking forward to showcasing Gulf Coast State College and can't wait to welcome fans, families, and teams to the world's most beautiful beaches at Panama City Beach, said Richard Sanders, the VP of Sports Marketing and Special Events for Visit Panama City Beach. Richard Sanders is giving my eulogy. All right, you're out. You just <laughs> well, hand- I don't know if he wrote the whole show. You're, hand- you're handling my, my, all my arrangements, but he's speaking. Or whoever wrote that is speaking about me. I can't wait to hear from above what they say about me. They're going to have me sounding like I was six foot four and 220 pounds of solid manhood. I wonder how that meeting went whenever uh, Mr. Richard Sanders was sitting in there kicking around ideas. and he Sugar said, White Sands. Do you know who we should bring to the Sugar White Sands of Panama City? Utah State Utah and Mississippi State. Utah State and Mississippi State. And somebody, what a matchup. And somebody hit the table and went, love it. <laughs> Million dollar idea, Million dollar Richard. Idea. I don't get it. Does this mean that, first off, four days before Christmas, who's going to this? I mean, state fans on that. There are state fans down there in the panhandle for sure. There's a lot down in Mobile, so it's not a far drive for them. Biloxi. Biloxi, and not a bad drive. Drive on over. I don't think it's that bad a drive for them. I don't know what it is. It may be a bad It's a couple hours, I I think. But that said, uh, is the game in Jackson off now? No way they're playing two neutral site games during the break, are they? That's, this was around the time last I don't know. year they played. I, I wish Mississippi State would play in Tupelo instead of Jackson. Oh, to, my God. I mean, that was so how nice. great would that be? Yeah, I would love that. Um, I know there's some fans in Jackson, though, that probably love that Jackson game. Yeah. I mean, the the, the place is a dump, and I think everybody down there even would, would admit it for the most part. But, oh, they would. But people you know, that live in Jackson and Flowood and yeah. everywhere around there, right. Ridgeland, Madison. And, and playing a game in Tupelo, as great as it is for us, it doesn't really serve anybody because yeah. you, if you live in Tupelo, you could drive an hour to Starkville. Yeah. It's not that big a deal. Yeah. And that so. makes it like an hour further Pan- for the fans Panama City Beach. Here come the Bulldogs on December uh, 21st. So if to you're down there, those sugar white sands. The sugar white sands. Oh, my gosh. I want that. I'm serious. That guy's writing my obituary, doing my eulogy. Have him sign. Heck, I might just have him do some 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 promo work for us. That'd be fantastic. All right, uh, no deep dive on tomorrow's show. We couldn't get up with anybody. We try. We we put some feelers out. Nobody's gotten back with us yet. If if they do, between now and then, between now and the time we want to record tomorrow, we can set it up. Might have something for you. Otherwise, we'll just put it. You know, we'll talk about who uh, gets drafted on uh on the, on day two and a few other things. I'm sure will pop up. Uh, between now and then. Guys, have a great Thursday. Back with you on Friday. For Joel T. Coleman, I'm Brian Haydad. Thanks for listening to Thunder and Lightning on Super Talk Mississippi. A Super Talk Mississippi media production.